Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Last Stand Church. My name is Pastor Sam Davis. Before we begin, let's ask the Lord to join us. Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, as we gather together to look into your word, may our hearts be attentive to your Holy Spirit speaking to us, Lord. May we uh, humble ourselves. May we bow down before you and receive your word. We love you. We seek you. We ask for your guidance and your wisdom and apply your word to our world today so that we can see and know what your will is for us. We pray these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So this morning, we're going to talk about what peace and safety the Bible's talking about and when does it happen? Didn't I say that we've been living in the end times? Haven't I been saying it to everyone who will listen? Yes. Yes, I have. Doesn't the last seven-year period consist of events so terrible that nobody would be living in peace and safety? that nobody would be living like normal? How does peace and safety fit into the end times? Isn't it all the judgments of God raining down on the people of the earth? Today we are going to seek out the truth from God's holy word, the truth about this peace and safety that the Apostle Paul talked about. What it is, and when is it? This is not just a general period of peace and safety, which could have happened at any time in our history, but a specific time in Bible prophecy that will signal to us what is coming next. A very important signal. A signal that will strengthen our faith. It is imperative for us to identify this time period because we are already experiencing a parallel type of this event right now, where the governments of the world are offering us a type of peace and safety if we submit and comply with their orders. And we believe this is a precursor to the final peace and safety that is coming next and is right around the corner. Please turn to 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 2 through 3. We're going to see where we get this peace and safety. 1 Thessalonians 5, 2 through 3. I'm reading out of the New King James Version. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. Now we Christians will not be surprised like a thief in the night. 
Look at the next verse, verse 4. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that day should overtake you as a thief. They are saying peace and safety. They are saying they, not Christians, but those living in peace and safety. They are the ones who will be surprised like a thief in the night, not the believers. Go down to verse 7. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk are drunk at night. They are living life without taking any thought to the coming judgment. It's almost as if they are living without the fear of God. Like unbelievers. Exactly like unbelievers. For some unexplained reason... Believers are not living in peace and safety, but unbelievers are. Let's see if we can find out why this parallel world has developed. Keep this in mind as we continue. Then sudden destruction comes upon them, unexpectedly, at a time they do not expect, like a thief in the night. Please turn to Matthew 24, verse 43. Matthew 24, verse 43. And this is Jesus speaking. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Since we know that there is a future time labeled peace and safety, just prior to God's wrath being poured out on the earth, it would be very good to be able to identify that time period, right? To keep watch. Because... It really isn't peace and safety if sudden destruction can destroy it, is it? Like it really isn't the truth if facts can destroy it. Hiding the facts until the last possible moment allows a population to be manipulated while evil plans continue and try to fly under the radar. But Christians can see. Remember the movie, They Live, by John Carpenter? The main character puts the sunglasses on and sees that many people are really aliens and not people. There is a popular meme showing one of these aliens looking directly at the character wearing the sunglasses, saying into her watch, we have one that can see. In this end-time scenario, we are the ones who can see because of the blood of Jesus. We sometimes call it being red-pilled. And Jesus said, they will not escape. Escape what? Escape the judgment of God. Turn to Revelation 6, verses 15 through 17. Revelation chapter 6. 
15 through 17 again in the New King James Version. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man, hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? The importance of this time period ties into exactly the days we find ourselves living in right now. We need to understand when this happens and why the unbelievers think they have peace and safety. They are deceived into believing that those in charge of the government can bring true and lasting peace and safety. They will be living a fairly normal life just before sudden destruction. Again in Matthew 24, 38 through 39. This is Jesus speaking. 24, 38 through 39 in the New King James Version. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. They're living a normal life. They do not expect any sudden destruction. They are living in peace and safety. So let's talk about two different views of when this time period happens, this peace and safety. In the pre-trib rapture view, where the rapture happens before the last seven-year time period, the peace and safety time period is located in two different places, or in both, as you will see. In the number one location where they place the peace and safety, the pre-trib rapture view puts it as right now. Right now, before the rapture happens, just before the start of the seven-year period. In this view, the sudden destruction for the unbelieving world left behind is the rapture. Okay, Number one, it is now. But keep this in mind. The unbelievers are the ones having peace and safety, and the Christians are not for some reason. Does this fit into right now? Maybe we can see a parallel world developing where one side is getting their so-called freedoms back if they comply with orders, and the other side is being threatened of losing their freedoms and their income unless they comply. But is it really now? 
The number two candidate in the pre-trib rapture view for this peace and safety is after the rapture happens. Immediately after the chaos of the rapture, when the Antichrist is revealed, he explains away the rapture as being aliens take, taking away the bad people or some other lie. They see that this false explanation by the Antichrist, which explains away the rapture, is the great delusion the Apostle Paul talked about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 11 through 12. This is where it comes in handy if you have a couple of ribbons in your Bible. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. The second candidate for the peace and safety time period begins after the lie is told by the Antichrist. He has just signed a peace treaty with Israel, and they're rebuilding their temple in Jerusalem, and restarting their daily sacrifices. The Christians are all gone, and the Antichrist can finally build the utopia, the globalist, humanist, leftists have wanted for so long. Putting it into the terms of the United States, the Democrats are in charge, and there's nobody left to fight them. All the Republicans and Independents and everyone else who was born again are all gone. The sudden destruction in their second scenario is when the Antichrist goes to the temple at the midpoint of the seven-year period and declares himself to be God. This is the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet. Then the false prophet declares a new law. Everyone must take the mark of the beast and they cannot buy or sell without it. And to refuse it, they will be hunted down and killed. In the minds of the pre-trib rapture believers, this continues for the rest of the seven-year period and all of it is considered the wrath of God being poured out. Any Christians alive during this period are those who were saved after the rapture. They call them tribulation saints. There you have the pre-trib view of the peace and safety time period. Either it's right now, up to when the rapture comes, and the rapture is the sudden destruction, or it's after the rapture, and basically the first 3.5 years of the seven-year period. So the sudden destruction is either the rapture or the abomination of desolation. Wow, I need to rest after all of this. Quite a scenario. 
But let's look at this scripture again in Matthew 24, 38 through 39. Matthew 24, 38 through 39. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. The rapture should happen just before the wrath of God. It sounds like the wrath of God doesn't really start until after the midpoint in the pre-trib view. I guess that is why they have two possible candidates for the peace and safety time period. Hmm. Okay. Let's straighten this mess out by telling you the pre-wrath view of the peace and safety and explain why knowing the correct placement also gives us a clue about what is happening in our world today, right now, you will see. In the pre-wrath rapture view of the peace and safety, it happens immediately after the midpoint of the seven-year period and ends with the sudden destruction of the rapture after the sixth seal is opened. It isn't the rapture that brings the destruction, but the rapture is the sudden part and signals the wrath of God is happening right after. The day of the Lord is the real destruction. Let's look at it. You see... The rapture didn't happen before the seven-year period. No. It is still in the future, even after the seven-year period starts. After the world leader, who will be suspected to be the Antichrist, but not revealed as the Antichrist yet, signs a peace treaty with Israel, and they begin to rebuild their temple and restart their daily sacrifices. And all the Christians will still be here to cause trouble for the Antichrist. We will resist him and tell everyone who will listen that he is evil. We will be called nuts and conspiracy theorists. Sounding familiar? There will be a worldwide pandemic that continues. The world will attempt to control the masses by instituting new laws, rules, and executive orders. Some will resist. The world will control information, so only approved information can be shown to the masses. Any attempt to disagree with the government control will be censored, canceled, and demonized. They will mandate a shot be given to everyone in the whole world. They will say it is safe and effective and hide any negative information about it. The Christians will resist. They will form alternate ways of communicating the truth to one another. Many Christians will turn against those who have done their own research. Many Christians will believe the lies 
being told to the whole world and take the shot. But the truth has a funny way of making its way to the surface and can only be hidden for so long. Long enough for the government to get hundreds of millions of people to take the poisonous jab. This same jab they are pretending to take. Or they have excluded themselves from the mandate of taking it. After all, they are going to need to maintain control when people start dropping like flies. Then the whole world will realize they have been lied to. The mountain of information they have been calling misinformation will finally be found out to be true. Of course, they know this and they are ready. They will continue to lie and blame it all on something else, probably on those who refuse to take it. They will dare the world to accuse them of wrongdoing. They are ready to cancel anyone who comes against them. The whole world is going to see the truth. But many are going to be very mad. And violence will increase all over the world when those who have been lied to, those who have taken the jab, wake up. They are going to kill people like the world has never seen before. Think about the movie The Purge, but on a worldwide scale and lasting more than one day. This will cause those who have gotten the placebos and those who planned all of this to band together to let the masses kill each other. I know this is scary so far, but God has a plan for the believers. We are going to be speaking the truth all of this time. Those who have taken the shots or those who resisted for whatever reasons will be ripe to be won over to Christ with the gospel message. I believe this to be the last harvest before the great tribulation begins at the middle of the seven-year period. No, we haven't gotten to the peace and safety time yet. We will also see food and supplies very hard to come by during this time. As we reach out to each other and reaching out to all those who are becoming awake, we will be very busy surviving and reaching everyone with the truth. As the world rocks with violence and hatred, the light of the gospel will bring a great number into the house of the Lord. Finally, someone kills the world leader who has led everyone into this darkness. There is a hush on the world like everyone is holding their breath at the same time. Then it happens. The world leader rises from his deathbed. He is completely healed. The world marvels at this leader. Who can make war against him? They cry in the streets. We've lost one-fourth of the earth's population by this time. The world leader attacks Israel stops their daily sacrifices and enters the temple. There he declares himself to be God. The world is shocked. 
but they must obey. Immediately the false prophet declares it is a law that everyone on earth must take the mark of the beast or be killed. This time period is called the Great Tribulation. It is a time period where the Christians and anybody else who refuses to take the mark is hunted down and killed. But this time period is also called the time of peace and safety. That's right. Here it is. How in the world can peace and safety happen when all the Christians are being hunted down and killed? I'll tell you how. By taking the mark. Then you get peace and safety. Yes, that's right. Christians and others being killed all over the world and those who take the mark are living in peace and safety. They are living a normal life. They do not expect any sudden destruction. They're living in peace and safety. You might say they are getting their life back. They are getting their rights back. They are trading their freedoms for peace and safety. And besides, what do they care if those terrible Christians are being killed? They are domestic terrorists. They are Trump supporters. They are the unvaccinated. They deserve to die. This is the parallel society where one side is living in peace and safety and the other side is being hunted down and killed. When I talk to my mom about my Christian views, she says I am living in an alternate reality. And again, she is right. But that alternate reality will come to fullness during the Great Tribulation when the choice between taking the mark and refusing the mark will be like living in opposite worlds. Do you see how what is happening right now is leading us right into the exact Bible prophecy end time scenario? The Antichrist is going to promise all those who take the mark peace and safety. Of course, we know, because we have the Bible, that peace and safety isn't going to last very long. Trading your soul for a little more time living will turn out to be the worst possible decision. In fact, those of us who endure until Jesus cuts short the peace and safety slash Great Tribulation time period, we'll see the sudden destruction that Paul talked about. Remember? Again, we're going to read 1 Thessalonians 5, 2, and 3. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 2 and 3, New King James Version. For you yourselves know perfectly 
that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape. Their sudden destruction is our salvation. Turn to Matthew 24, verses 29 through 31. Oh, I see you're using the ribbon now. Matthew 24, 29 through 31, Jesus speaking. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with the sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Immediately after this, the wrath of God will begin on all those who are left behind. Read Revelation chapter 6, 15 through 17. We read this before. Revelation chapter 6, 15 through 17. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for that great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand. These are all the people who just believed that if they took the mark, they would be living in peace and safety. But sudden destruction will come upon them when they don't expect it. Their destruction is our salvation. Luke 17, 33. This is the final scripture of today. Luke 17, 33. Jesus is speaking. Whoever seeks to save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life will preserve it. Say no to the jab. Say no to the loss of your freedom. Say no to the mark of the beast. Say no, even if it costs you your life. All of this is true. Not necessarily the exact scenario that I laid out. Open your eyes. 
Have no fear. God is our eternal reward. All this peace and safety and getting your freedoms back, if only you will obey and take the mark, is lies, lies, lies. Now you know. We make this last stand together. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear Lord, as we contemplate what's ahead of us, Lord, because you revealed it in your word so that we would understand and see and know that you are in control. Yes, the devil has a plan and he is, you know, working it out right in front of our eyes. But Lord God, because of your blood, because you have opened our eyes through salvation, because we've been born again and your Holy Spirit has entered into us, our eyes have been opened. And we see what your Holy Word is telling us is right in front of us. So many of our brothers and sisters and family members and co-workers and friends and loved ones have their eyes shut, Lord. We pray that you would open their eyes, Lord. We pray that this upcoming harvest, when some of the truth breaks out and people realize they've been lied to, Lord, we pray that we would be ready and willing and able and capable to stand tall, to resist compliance, and to speak your word, no matter the cost. It's so important, this message for this time, for such a time as this, even though it may cost us everything. Lord, we follow your example. You laid your life down for us. And we lay our lives down to follow your example and to reach those around us who need to hear your gospel message. We thank you for this word today. May we apply it. May we look out into the world and realize what time it is. Help us to wake other people up and to stay awake. We love you and commit our lives to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.